This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Stupak. Go ahead, Stupak. Stupak, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. Go ahead, Stupak. For sure. All right, Billy. Let's uh let's talk the sex life, bro. Cause when you have kids around, sometimes it's kind of hard to have sex. So you gotta do the seat, the sneaky sex thing. Let's, let's give you some tips on that, bro. It's a good question already. <laughs> All right, now you want to get you want to get a good routine down, so nap time is always a good time. You know what I mean? And try to sneak in the quickie. Also, when she gets a little older, you want to sit down like her little play time or we're just time where she sit down and be still and it's her quiet time. Also another good time. You know what I mean? And don't be afraid if they wake up in the middle. Just go back, put them to sleep, and finish doing what you're doing. You feel me? Like, that's pretty much it, bro. Don't let the sex go away because you got a kid. Billy, it's never too fuck. early. It's never too early to start. Number two. Oh, no, no. no. Lorenzo, <laughs> back off because I'll, I'll follow up Pog and I'll let Will throw it to me formally. Lorenzo, don't you dare mention the number two. Uh, that, that's fantastic advice from, from Stupak. Um, I absolutely love it. Billy, I hope you took notes uh, when Stupak was giving you that advice. And, uh, and, and speaking, of, speaking of number two, uh, I'm going to throw it to our number two, Fleminem. Go ahead. So Billy, hello. Um, pleasure to meet you. Uh, soon to be father. So let's talk about uh, everybody here is like giving you all this great advice and oh, don't worry about it. You have it. You have it. Let's be clear. At some yeah. point in the next six months, you're going to cuss out a brand new baby at two in the morning because it won't go to sleep. Don't feel bad about it. When that baby wakes you up at two in the morning, you're like, shut the hell up. And I'm using hell because I'm not sure what rating we have on this pod. Don't feel bad about it. That's a normal thing. Back to Pac, great advice on how to have sex. Back to Zoe, number two, avoid it at all costs. I say this with a number two on the way. Here's some advice that I have that I learned mistakes in my path about not making it clear to not make this mistake twice. 
Get rid of anything that the firstborn outgrows as soon as it does. Car seat, clothes, leave no signs behind that there will be another one. As soon as that baby does not fit into something, don't ask about it, don't talk about it. I'm saying treat it like Chris Cody treats Taco Bell. Put it in the car, drive to a gas station, throw it in a trash can, never mention it. Leave no signs behind that you ever want a second one because this serial My murder gosh. that you're raising, I'm just telling you right now, babies are evil. They're out to get you. They're all Stewie from Family Guy. And whatever anybody else here is telling you is a lie. How Children will baby? destroy you. Uh, he's three, and he told me the other day, shut up, loser. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Smart kid. Yeah. yeah, smart kid. Uh, he also... Every time he's on, do you a think walk, maybe it was the cursing at your baby at two in the morning? No, 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 no. Led to this. He... <laughs> it could be that. It could be that. It could. Be... <laughs> Every parent here nodded though when I said that, so I don't think that there's a disagreement there. Look, here, there's signs that you're raising a psycho, and I think you need to know these. Okay, so if your baby is overly eager to talk to dead insects, you're raising a serial murder. If your baby looks you in the eyes while trying to feed you food as if you were the child in the house, you're raising a serum order. So if these things happen, know to get out, know to not have a second child. And again, get rid of anything that your child outgrows as soon as it happens. Don't have a second. Don't look back. It's the worst thing you can do. Everybody else on this Zoom, there's 20 people lying to you. I'm here as your truth pathway. So if you ever need real parenting advice, Billy, you can DM me. You're welcome. All right. Baby smiles as Skip Bayless. It might be a serial murderer too. Wait, who's a serial murderer too? Skip Bayless, apparently. Is that what we heard? Skip Bayless? I think yeah, I think you said if your baby is a fan of Skip Bayless, they might be a serial murderer as well. Yeah. Um, which, you know, honestly, uh, that sounds pretty scientific to me as well. Uh Flem, that was good advice. Uh thank you. Was the, it? Only, the only real the only real advice I have is actually from the dad pod where People are telling you, like, have you built the crib yet? Anything you buy, buy the display option. Don't try to outman life. Buy the display of everything you can and never worry about building. That's the only real advice I'll give you. You're welcome. Man Thank 101. You, you, you also save money that way. Yeah, I've very done true. it all. Very I've done it all wrong. The crib doesn't fit through a doorway. You're going to have yeah, to build it to take it apart. All right. Speaking uh, speaking of uh, someone who's got parenting advice and who Billy gave parenting advice and helped out, I'm going to throw it to Allie next. Uh, go ahead, Allie. Hi, Billy. It's Allie. Hi. How are you? I am lovely. I hope you're doing well as well. So my parenting advice to you revolves around your back. How's your back doing? My back has been okay so far. I I, I stopped using the copper thing. Uh, but I am actually, since you ask, I'm using this uh, like butt cushion thing. Is that, that a faha? What is that? It's a, uh, thank you for asking, Zoe. It is called the egg sitter. And it's because you're you're able to sit on an egg between you and this thing and the egg won't won't break. So that's what is it's called. Is that memory foam? Are you planning no, on sitting on a child? I actually sat on an egg to test it out. No, it's not memory foam. It's like a, uh, it looks like a honeycomb almost on the inside, right? And it like just kind of warps around, whatever. And this has actually like really helped my back somehow just sitting on this. So my back is good. Thank you for asking. It, it looks like a superhero uniform. Huh. It's just like a little thing. I feel, I feel like my grandmother used to use one of these when she would drive. And I feel really old sitting on it. Uh, but I can't complain because it's helped my back. 
Awesome, Billy. I'm glad your back is doing well because if you have a changing table on your registry or if you've had a changing table purchased, you need to return it. It is the most overrated piece of furniture people say to get for a baby. What I recommend to you is having one of those like $5 travel waterproof changing pads. You keep it beside your bed in one of those $5 cubes with some diapers, some wipes, some Boudreaux's butt paste, and that's your changing table. Or just use the ground if you're worried about your baby rolling off something. The changing table, $400, waste of money. And like in three or four months, they're, they're rolling. And if you're, you were talking about cribs and other, thi other things that'll freak you out, rolling off a changing table is terrifying and very real. That can't happen, Billy. Has it happened? No. Yeah, Zoe, do you have to admit something? Or, yeah. No, no, because I'm ready. I'm ready to catch her. But she's like, she's a squirmy little thing. And so she starts like trying to get off. And, and yeah, I, Allie, I do the floor now. I just, we have one of those little uh, travel. Uh, we have like, we've set up about three of these changing stations, like with the, the, with the little, little uh, pail with the diapers, the, all the fixings and, and the little, uh, little mats that you can just change on the floor. Honestly, yes. Uh, chain tables are overrated. No drop the baby. I have not just, dropped the baby. Put it out there. I've done no such thing. I've been that was the one thing uh, that I was truly terrified of because when they give you the baby, there's you like you can read all the books you want, you can get all the all the advice and podcasts, listen to all the podcasts you want, but who dropped the baby? Oh, someone someone in the chat. Dropped I dropped the baby. two. I've dropped two. Well, not two. They've rolled off. They're fine. They did it on carpet. Uh, it wasn't very far. They're perfectly fine. They'll be fine. They're tough. It's a good story for when they're later. But yeah. another piece of advice that I have for you, Billy, too, is that I know you're super stressed out and you're a big warrior. But what I'm telling you, just like Zoe said, there's going to be things way out of your control that you're not going to be able to manage. And you just need to kind of accept that. For instance, Lucy, one time, two days before she turned two years old, at a bath time, super happy, playing some Alice Cooper, dancing around. She tripped over herself and she fell into a corner of a wall, chipped her front tooth. I had all the baby proof stuff. I had the plugs in the wall, the gates, everything, but something like that happened. She loses half her tooth and she stuck with that until it falls out in the next two or three years. So I'm saying just try your best not to stress out about protecting your baby. Some things are just way out of your control. Thank you. Good advice. I, good advice. Yes. Very good advice. And uh, yeah, save some money on that changing table. Um, sounds so like no you changing do not table. need one. And no matter what, my baby will find a way to hurt herself. No matter how exactly, safe I try yes. to make things. It's good stories for when she's older. Okay. Nice I ran one. into a corner as a as a child, and I had to get stitches on my head because I was spinning around. I think uh, I think most of us in this Zoom call were probably dropped at one point or another. Which I was is dropped. How we ended ended up in this group. All right, I'm going to throw it up to Schweitz next. Go ahead, Schweitz. Hey, Billy. You might uh, recognize my name. Uh, you saw my son earlier this week when you retweeted him saying, hi, guys, I, it's Billy. Um, he was adorable. He's two and a half. But anyway, so oh, the advice the video. I want... You're the one that sent me the video. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get everybody uh, in the Levitard crew, so we're working on uh, keep my name out your mouth and... Uh, stupidity but uh, he, he's working up to those um but yeah does he so enjoy he, this he just copies what i say so as long as it's legible he's he's happy um also i fell down the stairs holding him the other day so 
I can tell you kids are resilient. Uh, adults are less. Um, but the advice I wanted to give to you has to do with, uh, you know, being in the delivery room as the father, what, what your role is and what your, your mental health is like. So you're, you're there during delivery. You're watching your wife go through this very traumatic experience. You know, you're just there for support. You can't really do anything. Uh, you just try not to, to look where you don't want to look. Try to, you know, stare at your wife's face. All of a sudden, a baby pops out. And uh, what I found is it's very normal to just think, oh, my God, that just happened. And all of your concern then sort of focuses on your wife because there's no hormones or anything in you telling you to take care of this baby right away. All of your attention is sort of focused on your wife. And that's a really normal feeling. Um, the bond with your baby takes time. It takes a few months to develop. And that's a that's very normal. Uh, I don't find a lot of people ever give advice about that. Nobody really tells you that. But, but just know that like, if your instant reaction is, oh, this is the best day of my life, that, that's okay. Um, I found that the day my kid was born was the most relieving day of my life. I would never say it was a happy day because I was terrified for my wife the whole time. I was terrified that something was going to happen to my kid and that was going to shatter my wife. And uh, I just think that that's a, a really important thing to know as you go into the situation. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, that's very good advice. And, and that is something I, I think you rarely hear. Uh, great job, Schweiss. Great job. Um, all right. I'm going to throw it to Aaron in Memphis next. Go ahead, Aaron. Hey, Billy. Hey, Aaron. I miss you. I miss you, too. I miss calls. I got to be honest with you guys. I really miss calls. I miss hearing from all of you regularly on the local hour. I miss. Uh, how do we do that again? Yeah, I don't well, know. I guess that's for me to figure out, not you guys. So yeah. <laughs> schedule it on mystery <laughs> All right. So. First off, with the swaddle thing, we found some that are really easy to use, and I can send you the links to them. They got Velcro that you just line up so you don't even have to try to like tuck in the corners of everything. Okay. Freaking badass. Um, but the big thing that I learned is that babies will like feed off your energy. I know that sounds weird, but like when like you get it, like for instance, when Flynn was talking about. Oh, you can cuss them out at two o'clock in the morning or whatever. Like, yeah, you might, but they're just going to keep crying at that point. Mm -hmm. And so it's important. It's like when you go in there, if they're screaming or whatever, and you're trying to get them to go back to sleep to try to, if you, if you, the calmer you can keep yourself, the more likely you are to get them to go back to sleep quicker, no matter how hard or frustrating it is. And also, I know you said you like sleep. Yeah. But does your wife like sleep? Um, I mean, does anyone not like sleep? I mean, to the same extent as you. I think she likes sleep more than me, which is a problem. Okay. So you, her sleep's going to be more important. Yeah. So you should just like figure something out to where you can help her by either, you know, getting up at night or wake. Like, I would always get up earlier because I'd don't sleep very long and I would get up with the baby so she could sleep in so just figure something out like that just just because there's because and also like everyone else has said it, it is kind of scary at first and you don't know what the heck you're doing 
and that's okay. It, 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 and I found that my wife knew a whole lot more than I did. And so I just kind of helped how I could because there was many things that I just couldn't do. I feel so, like your baby is super chill. Yeah, she is. And yeah, she's she's pretty chill most of the time. Um, except for no, she's teething right now, so that's not chill. But for the most part, she is. Oh, and we've some people don't other some some parents say their kids didn't do well with it but we found it was good to have some sort of a routine and that helps with sleeping was to try sleep training not really sleep training just more like anytime it's about bedtime we would give her a bath and then put her pajamas on and just do the same thing in the same order so that she knows yeah so that in her head it's like oh it's bedtime yeah, a flexible. My wife calls it a flexible routine. Something, yeah. Keep, yeah, like Deep said, sleep scheduling, not training. Or Mrs. Beep, I'm not sure who typed that, but that's, that's good. Nice. Uh, that's good advice. Uh, also, it, it helps if you have a soothing voice, like Aaron from Memphis <laughs> does as well. Uh, and but a wonderful wife. I think, wife. I, I think, yeah. I think the, the bigger takeaway is uh, is that babies are energy vampires, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> so that's terrifying. Okay, good advice, Aaron. Thank you very much. Uh, up next, I'm going to throw it to Ant in Brooklyn. Go ahead, Ant. Hey, Billy. Thanks Hello. for joining us. So Thanks I'm going to cover me. some... You're welcome. Anytime. So some generic advice that sort of Allie hit on and even Mrs. Beep. The first thing I think that's important to know is you will not be a perfect parent. You can't be a perfect parent. It's not possible. You're going to make mistakes. Even if you have multiple kids, I've got three, nine, 11, and 13. You will make mistakes because you just will. And the biggest thing I think you need to realize is, you know, things like love, things like caring, things like all the stuff that you would do just naturally, you're going to make mistakes, but you'll get past it. You're not going to be perfect because it's not possible. Mostly because every kid is different. Every kid likes different things. Some like to sleep this way. Some like, you know, prefer this or that. And so that's the first thing I would say generally is the more you can not stress about, oh, my God, did I do that right? Should I have read that book? Should I have done that? Should I have used the changing table or not? Like, you make yourself crazy very, very quickly. And so I think it's important just to know you can't be perfect. You won't be perfect. And just do your best and your kids will turn out great because you've shown to be a caring and loving person. And that's really what kids need most of all. Thank you. That's very nice. And then the second thing I would say, and I'm surprised no one's mentioned it. When you go to the hospital, take everything you can. They fill up your diapers. They fill up your wipes. They fill up your blankets. They fill up all the stuff. <laughs> and you, no, seriously, though, you pay for like 20 diapers a day, whether you take them or not. So if you just take stuff with you, you're realistically you're not stealing because it's set up for you so that's what we found you know things like diapers things like wipes things like blankets i mean i still have those red blue and white striped blankets you know because they're just they're, or, or even the little beanie hats they have so yeah that's a, you know because especially like initially when you first come home you're not going to say shoot honey i gotta run the target to get diapers she's gonna be like are you kidding me <laughs> so you just take some of the stuff that they offer you in the room, just have a bag and every so often, sort of like what Beep talked about, taking the blanket with you, just take some other stuff that they put in because they will just continue to refill it. 
And like I said, you are paying for it or more likely your insurance is paying for it. So it's not like it helps to sort of get you going in these the first couple of days, I find. So take F- empty bags and whenever they're not paying attention, just fill those bags with things and then if they'll come and refill it. It doesn't matter. You know, you, you're, when your kid is in the room with you and your wife, they'll be in a little sort of thing on wheels that you can bring back and forth between the nursery and in the drawer will be, you know, 50 diapers and wipes and blankets and swaddler things and, and all that stuff. And so, you know, I wouldn't necessarily open up the thing and dump everything in a bag in front of them, but I wouldn't necessarily look to hide it. They know it's your stuff. They're just, you know. All right. So Ant's advice is to steal from the hospital. I have Excellent. Plus, there's a all right. In all of us. All right. That, that is. Yeah. All right. Lorenzo. Lorenzo's giving no, a thumbs up for that. I'm saying th- those are two solid pieces of advice between Ant and Aaron uh, take another book bag and it's just like, oh, these diapers disappear. And like formula is expensive, Billy. And you go through it real quick. It, it, I don't know what if whether or not you're uh, you're going to be breastfeeding, but. Will not be. Yeah, hopefully not. Uh, but you do it when it does happen, though, when you do skin to skin sometimes. I mean, it's yeah, let's not be let's not be my nipple here. She, okay. she might find a nipple and like. Pfft, latch on regardless so be prepared for that one did that all right good advice i would say billy just one last thing as part of the bedtime routine whatever it is you make read to your kids yes it doesn't even need to be a book you could just decide that you're going to tell a story and today at work mike ryan said this just have a nice calming and soothing voice and it'll help sort of soothe your baby and get them in the realm of okay this is the routine. We have dinner, we have a bath, we put on our pajamas, daddy talks to me or reads to me because they don't necessarily know the difference. And then it's bedtime. You Great could, advice, Aunt. Great advice. Billy, you could workshop show ideas with your baby Boom. that way. Just not people, but anybody else, the word very well. Okay. I, I think of everybody in the shipping container. Uh, Billy is the last one that we have to worry about not having enough words uh, in, in any given situation. So uh, great advice, Ant. Great advice. All right. I'm going to throw it to Kish next. Go ahead, Kish. Hey, Billy. Um, so I'm not actually a parent or anything. Uh, so my main real question is, uh, are you going to take your, your kid to Santa's Enchanted Forest or the fair first? And wow. 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 I feel like probably Santa's Enchanted Forest for for those of you who don't know, which could be a lot of you, Santa's Enchanted Forest and obviously the fair. I'm assuming you guys all have fairs. The fair is the you know the county fair. Santa's There's only Enchanted one Forest. Monday county fair though. Yeah, but it's like any other fair. Take your family, go with the friends to good times. Well, fun never ends. That's the commercial. Yeah. yeah. The it's all there. But, but going to get this copyright struck. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but Santa's has a jingle of their own as well. Santa's enchanted games, activities. Santa's enchanted forest is basically the fair, but it's in like November, December, January, and it's like Christmas themed, but it's the same exact thing. I haven't whoa, been to Santa's enchanted. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, they have the world's largest Christmas tree though. The youth fair does not. True. Yes, they do. They do not have really. the world's largest Christmas. When you walk in, they have all the little like the little uh, uh, kitschy little exhibits, like the little yeah. boots of like of Christmas on Mars. And there's like Santa Christmas aliens. Um, there's <laughs> there's like there's the nativity scenes. There, there's 
a little bit of everything. And, and then, then the, the world's big, huge... la- the world's largest Christmas tree, yeah, Lorenzo. I'm pretty sure it's bigger than the Rockefeller at, Plaza one. The, the, look it up, look the it up. world's largest Christmas tree yes. is by this little Christmas themed fair next to an expressway. That's right. <laughs> that is not right. There's no way that that's the largest Christmas tree in the world. That's been there for like years, Billy. That Christmas tree has been just growing and growing. The, the Rockefeller one, they have to go every single year and chop down one. Did you see this one last year? It was miserable. It was it was a joke of a tree. The one at Santa's is bar none the best. You know what Santa's is now, right? So or no? Oh, it's like a isn't it like a like a state aren't they like stables during the during the year? It's like a no. Well, yes, but it's actually a COVID testing site. Oh, oh. Yeah. And oh, and by the oh, way, man. I went and got tested that there, and I, my I didn't I didn't happen to catch the world's largest Christmas tree on my way out, so I'm not sure that that's there. So, what's your favorite part of the Miami Dade Youth Fair? The exhibits, right? No. How is that your favorite part of the fair? I do like the exhibits, though. I, I really do. I like like the art, arts, uh, like the little submissions. Because you'd kids. have to do submissions as a kid, like in I elementary did, yeah. school or whatever. What ribbon did you, you get? Drag, you drag your parents. Look, look, that's me. Second place. What the? Like <laughs> The correct I I answer is the food. But it was that's, it was it wasn't really correct. second place because it'd be eight thousand kids would get second place. That's right. There was first. There was like yeah, like thousands of kids got first place. Although you would get the free uh, pop tickets as a result of that. Pop was like basically like fast pass. Uh, You're boring people. everybody. I'm sorry. I we're, We talked to you fair no, and, and Santa's. This, that, like, this answer going, could man. not have, have gone more perfectly, Billy and Lorenzo. Uh, just a simple which one, which are the other. And I think we're on. Which uh, we've minute, never answered. Yeah, both. minute 18 of this, of answering this question, I think. So, uh, so I think you leaned uh, Santa's Enchanted Forest. It sounded like, is that correct? I haven't been to Santa's Enchanted Forest since I myself was a child, but it would probably be that. If either, it would probably be that one, just for maybe like a picture with Santa Claus or something. I took I took my wife to to it uh, about two years ago when we last came down from to Miami for the holidays, and she loved it. It, it lived up to the hype. She's like, "Yes, this is deliciously tacky, and I love it." And the riffraff of Miami were there, so she was just like in awe, like what the the youths of Miami are like. I think they sell annual or seasonal passes to it, don't they? Oh, it's super expensive. It's 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 crazy, ridiculously expensive. All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrangle you too, <laughs> if you don't mind, because uh, 99 of our listeners probably have no idea what you're talking about. No one. But does. thank you, thank you for the advice. Uh, if if we're ever uh, listeners, if you're ever in Miami Dade County, you want to go to the fair, listen to this podcast, reference it. Lots of good information. Uh, up next, I'm gonna throw it to John, who actually happens to be in Miami. Go ahead, John. All right. So please ask about Santa's Enchanted Forest. Yeah, I saw Philly Cheese at Santa's actually. Um, but so I have a whole bunch of advice, but we're, you know, time limited. So I'll just keep it uh, more or less brief. Um, you mentioned books earlier. There is a book called Happiest Baby on the Block, but I would advise not reading that and either checking out the video, the, the movie or video that they have of it. Uh, you could check it out at the library or maybe possibly find it on the YouTubes, um, but that's going to tell you not just swaddling, but it's going to demonstrate how to do this kind of swaying action and the shushing action. And when you combine those three things, man, that baby's going to be put to sleep. It's it's incredible. It's it's magic. Um, and then, as usual, I'm going to disagree with Flem. Go ahead and uh, I think two is the magic number um, because and don't wait too long between them. Um, 
you know, I'm not going to exactly tell you how to run your life, but still don't make it, you know, too many uh, years between them because my I have brother a check- and I, I have a second child being born in three months. I, I know, but you just told them. No, to have one, I know. Right? I just felt awkward yeah. to say. Um, and then, and then finally, and I hope I'm not taking this from somebody else. Don't let them sleep with you in the bed. Super dangerous. Don't do it. That's not a good idea. No matter what your wife says or, or, uh, or how much you want to do it because you're afraid. Don't do it. Very dangerous. I care about you. Maybe possibly the most dangerous game. So just put them in the ba- bassinet next to you and that's fine. And uh, if you want any more um, advice, I'm on, you know, I'm on Twitter at Papa John's and, uh, you know, that's Papa John's and yeah, just playing? hit me up. Yeah, that's uh, I, I would like to know the statistical breakdown of how much advice just comes out to don't kill your kid, um, because it seems like that's a lot on this uh, this episode. Yeah, um, g- good advice, though. I mean, don't don't kill your kid. And here's all the ways not to kill your kid. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Um, I'm going to throw it to the one and only uh, uh, Mayor Matt. Mayor Matt, go ahead. Good evening, Billy. I am so happy that one of Cartersville's favorite sons is going to have a daughter. Uh, I'm tired of hearing people say that you don't have it under control or that you're worried. You're going to be absolutely, totally fine. You're going to be a great girl, Dad. Um, I know with our daughter, um, it was we didn't have to keep her to a schedule. Uh, Some people have different strategies, but just do what feels right. and It's going to be a-okay. My biggest advice that I don't know that anybody else has touched on is just enjoy every single stage. Every single stage is going to be different. Your role as a parent is going to evolve and just enjoy every single stage of being a parent. And uh, you'll, again, you're going to do absolutely fantastic. I do need to get you some, uh, your young little lady, some Cartersville gear that uh, will be on the way. What is the due date? Uh, May 20th, I believe, is the due date right now. You want to know what's awesome about that? Not the fact that it's Chris Cody's birthday, but that's also my daughter's birthday. Wow. So, uh, so oh, we're going cool. to have birth. We're going to be birthday brothers, our dad brothers in that regard. Now, I do have a question for you. Okay. And I know I'm sure you're not giving out names, but I want you to tell me if you had the ability without any influence from your wife uh, to name your daughter after I want you to give me three Marlins or former Marlins that you would name your daughter after. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I'm not going to name my daughter like Jeff Conine. That would be weird. Well, you could, my daughter's name is Madeline, which is the kind of feminine, feminized version of Matt. So it's kind of, I was hoping for a little creativity. It's, it's a tough question. Hmm. Yvonne works. Ooh, Yvonne. Yvonne. I was going to suggest cookie. Cookie. Oh, and by the way, Billy, Billy, yes. thank you so much for being a guest on Lorenzo's podcast as a guest tonight. Wow. <laughs> Mayor Matt, how Wow, what? Lorenzo. He's right. He's right. I, I, I'm just going to salt back into it. It's guy. my fault. I invited Lorenzo on. I, I'm uh, sorry. I, it's okay. I'd I just like to know your answer. If you give me a name, that'd be great. I can tell you my daughter's actual name if you want that. Would you like that? <gasps> I haven't even wow. heard this. My wow. daughter's name will be Mia. Lovely. Yeah. Everybody's cheering in the the. Everybody's giving golf claps right now. That's a beautiful name. Thank you. Beautiful name. All right. So so no Jeff Conine, right? No Jeff Conine. But Mayor Matt, along your suggestions, her middle name will be Amelia because my wife's 
father's or my wife's yeah my wife's dad's name's Emilio so she's gonna be named I guess like in his honor sort of so outstanding there you go well, you're gonna be a great dad I can't wait and I hope everything goes absolutely perfectly and uh, you'll you'll enjoy it you're gonna be great the world needs more people like you oh thank you that's very nice of you I by the way I uh I want to I want to go back to your your town, well our town. But I want to go back yeah. to our town and I saw that you had been planning or I saw or heard, I think I heard it on a podcast that you were planning an event last year that obviously ended up getting canceled with a bowling tournament, I think. And I was telling my dad about it who was very excited about the potential of a bowling tournament. So whenever this is that it happens, I would like to be there for that and maybe well, I'll take my daughter. When this when this thing opens up, we are going to have a, a Gil Con or of some sort. We're going to have a Billy Gill Day celebration of some sort, and we will have. Um, you know, the other thing is, you know, you guys talked about when things get going in whatever direction you're going in, taking the show on the road and doing events in theaters like you did in New York. I got a theater up here. We could do, we could do an event in Cartersville very easily and sell that sucker out it's close enough to atlanta that it's major market it needs to be on the grid for you guys have you uh have you guys been doing movies again or no 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 we're, we're just totally performing arts theater and actually we're staying closed until things get opened back up you may feel like george is open totally up we probably won't start having events in our theater until December. No, I meant more like, I know that they film a lot of things there. Like I was talking to my friend Elizabeth the other day who was telling me she was watching Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, and that you, your yep. city got a credit in that. And I was wondering if they're filming movies there again. Yeah, and in, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you know the scene when the ball's hurtling towards Earth? I haven't seen it, but uh, I'm going to say yes. You haven't seen it? Okay, you know, just say yes for, for the fact. Yes. Anyway, they shot for about a week and it was about seven seconds of the movie. Actually... You know what I'll do? I'll text you the video of the raw stuff that was uh, before, unless you've changed your text, your uh, your cell number since uh, from a few oh, years ago. Way to flex on us, Way to flex. But, but, I'll, but I'll also but I'll also tell you this: uh, starting next month, you can look this up online. They're doing a pilot for the CW network for the Powerpuff Girls. It's going to be a live action Powerpuff, and they're going to be using the theater uh, in April to shoot a significant part of the the um the movie and wait a minute shooting all around carter's i have and never seen the chat light up like it did when you just dropped the name this is a scoop girls. here guys a live action yeah, of girls yeah, yeah that's type in type in powerpuff girls 2021 you'll see the three girls are going to show my age everybody that's younger will know the three ladies that are that are starring in it i have no clue who they are um, oh, wait who's the villain is it Mojo? Are they gonna get like oh a little actual God. monkey? Probably. I would hope so. I would I hope, hope so. so. All right. So uh the takeaway that, that was that was uh great advice, Mayor Matt. And um I, I was hoping for like a portobello crush room as like a middle name for your daughter, possibly. Um, but Mia is a beautiful name. And Mayor Matt, we, we have to organize a uh bowling tournament uh in, in Cartersville that we all attend. That sounds like a blast. All we need is a bowling alley. That'll be good. Wait, you don't have a bowling alley? <laughs> there's there's one in a nearby uh, there's there's a smaller bowling alley that's somewhere near us, yes. Don't care okay. details. Okay. I didn't make that up though, right? Did you say that somewhere? What's that? I didn't make that up though, right? Didn't I feel like I heard you say Yeah, that. there there's a there's a there's a 
just south of us, there's a town called Emerson, and they have a bowling alley. They've got like a sports complex that has uh, some bowling. But yeah, that was that was part of it. Yes, Mayor Matt. Excited. I know I'm a chatterbox, but I am a damn good bowler. I actually won our our office's bowling uh, holiday party. You have the trophies? Last... Go find it. No, I broke the trophy. How did you break the trophy? I broke the trophy riding into work on a bike, and it fell out. Like I hit a bump, and like it's an it was an old ass trophy, and it just snapped. And you're telling out. and you're telling me this why? Well, because wow. in from the ashes of this, Mayor Matt broken, hates you. <laughs> I'm not invited at all. Am I? I I'm gonna make a new new uh, title for next year's when if we can do it this year, it's gonna okay. be a championship belt. Thank you. Zoe. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, though. That sound, I, I couldn't tell if he was throwing down the gauntlet or just uh, wanting to be helpful there. But either way, we appreciate you, though. All right. Uh, up next, I'm going to throw it to Kyle. Kyle, go ahead. All right. So, Billy, I as well am going to be a first time dad in May. Thank you. Thank hey, what? You, 19th? May 9th. Oh, okay. Yep. So, um, I guess I don't have advice, obviously. But I guess my my biggest question to you, I've got a lot of bad advice, I feel like. Um, so what is the biggest piece of bad advice you've gotten? Probably going to be from this podcast, just based on some of the questions that you've, <laughs> or some of the things have been said to you. But I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't know that, that yelling at my baby at two in the morning is a good idea, not to point out Flem and M's advice, but that seemed like not necessarily the best thing was curse of my kid in the middle of the night. I mean, to be debatable, but sure. I, I don't know, though. I don't know. I'm not experienced. Maybe, you know, in a couple months, I'll tell you, you know what, you were right. I should have been doing this every night, just cursing at my baby, but Hope safe for right now. Wow. When it happens, DM me and just tell me I was right. I'll, it'll be like at two in the morning. It'll be like, yeah. it just happened right now. It I'll just be happened. up yelling at my baby. And I'll be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I, just, I also just punked my child at 2 a.m. So there we go. All right. So, uh, yeah, that, that answers your... Okay, go ahead. Kyle, what's the worst advice you've gotten? Um, I had somebody tell me to avoid all um, Johnson & Johnson products. Like, they don't make everything, um, which I thought was really unreasonable just because how wide that brand is. Yeah. Why did they, they tell you or they just didn't difficult. like Johnson & Johnson? Uh, no idea. Nope. Uh, they said lotion gave him rashes and uh, all sorts of stuff. So mm. it was one of those uh, more conspiracy theory type of people. But yeah, that was that was a piece of advice I got that I was like, mm, I don't know. Mm. I think they ran into some problems with their talcum powder. Mm. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I think they faced some lawsuits. So uh, maybe maybe not the entire Johnson and Johnson umbrella, but just certain certain products, maybe steer clear. Who knows? I don't know. Johnson. I don't want to. You know what? I'm going to back off of all of that because I don't want to get sued by Johnson. Yeah, and Johnson. I'm telling uh, you, they now they are very litigious. Billy, we were joking about you, but Johnson and Johnson, super litigious. So let's avoid that topic. OK, uh, I'm going to be more litigious with that baby powder. That's true. That's very true, Stu <laughs> I'm going to throw it to Jeff next. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey, Billy. It's hey, Jeff. Jeff. How are you? Um, I'm, I'm well. Um, you know, I, I, I don't have a child. I actually was going to have a question for you about um, what you were thinking that maybe could translate from owning a dog to owning a child not owning a child that's that's not the right word at all yeah um, but having a child you know what i mean uh because that's my only experience but 
That being said, like this whole podcast has terrified the living hell out of me. So yeah. I'm not sure I'm planning on having a child anytime Same soon. Days. So what I thought I might do in addition to my question about the dog thing is I have I have a I have a chair, a, a seat thing here. It's it's made by Backjoy. You should consider it. You know, I saw that before. What is that? It, it's it's weird. It's like it's like a solid thing, but it makes you sit in a certain position that makes your back not hurt. Hmm. So I mean, I assume if you're gonna be a dad, you're gonna be doing a lot of stuff, and you're gonna want to make sure your back doesn't hurt. So that's yeah. something to consider. Um, I also have dog wipes like you do because I didn't want to. I didn't want to make you. F- like I wanted to support you. You're not the only one out here doing the dog wipe thing. Thank um, you. But but yeah, what, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, maybe maybe you've learned from Dopey that'll translate to uh, child having. Uh, hmm. It's a good question. I I honestly do think that that cleaning up his poop has prepared me for for changing a diaper. But I could be wrong because as soon as I get the diaper, then it's going to be real. Uh, hmm. What have I learned? I pet my dog, but I don't think you pet babies, right? Parents, do you pet babies? Couldn't tell you. No. Right on top of the head, right? Like No, isn't that where the soft spot is? Babies have a soft spot, right? Do, do, two, do I not know this? Two soft spots. What do you mean two soft spots? There's two paranesis? La Moyera is on the yes. head. There's where, two of them, Billy. Where's the other one? like the base of the skull so what do you do for that oh no you know i also learned recently though billy is like you know um like if you were to crawl right now it would hurt your knees right yeah but the reason why babies can crawl and it doesn't hurt their knees is because their bones are still kind of squishy so that's something to know so you're not worried about your baby's knees and also, they caps. don't weigh very much, so there's not a lot of uh, weight on top of those knees. I think that's probably the biggest thing, too. Well, this has been Jeff's contribution, so thank you, Billy, for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. All right, I'm going to throw it back to Beep Counts. Go ahead, Beep. Hey, Billy. Hello. So what are some questions that you had that haven't been answered here? Well, now I'm wondering where the second soft spot is behind the neck. Like, what is, what do I do with that? You don't hit it. Renee, what do I do with that? Because you seem very aware of where this soft spot is and you keep pointing to your head and I don't know what to do. I'm a dog person. So scratching behind the ears is my guess. Yeah, scratch your kids behind the ears, uh, I think, is Renee's advice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to avoid the soft spot, though. So where is the second soft spot? What do you do to, pr- to protect it? Really, just don't don't prod and poke their heads. Just, like, cradle the head with your hands and, and your, with your palm. Like, just don't don't overthink it, man. You're... I, I, I was joking. By, I mean, by we're an hour and 45 minutes into me not overthinking it, so... <laughs> Just don't don't think think happy thoughts. Don't just carry her and and treat her with just gentle love and care. It'll be just fine. Also, don't don't dig, don't dig those fingers in there. Uh, right. You know, don't, don't, like like Lorenzo said, don't don't poke and prod. Is that the only is that the only question that you haven't had answered? Is where the second uh, soft spot was? No, I mean I didn't know that that was a thing. I I don't. 
this is why I feel like I'm unprepared because I didn't come in here like with questions that I was like, oh, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? I've kind of just been like surprisingly chill headed into this, like going into like not really overly concerned, kind of like I'll figure it out when it happens. Good. Uh, that's, that's where you should yes, be. Yes. Exactly where you need to be, Billy. Yeah, but we're also like, it's not crunch time yet. And I've been distracted for now. I feel like once we start, like once I start setting up like the nursery and like building the stuff and like putting everything in its place, then I feel like it's going to get more real. And I'm gonna be like, oh crap, like what am I going to do when this baby comes? When it gets real, that, that's when you're going to know that you're prepared and you're good to go. Okay. I mean, I, I hope that you're right, but you could just be saying that so that I don't feel bad. No. When are you planning on setting up the uh, the crib and all that? I'm hoping to start that in like the next two weeks, which would give me like a two weeks month. too late, Billy. Right now, after this podcast, you should be building that crib out. Why? Because that baby can come at any moment. I know, but we're painting that room today, so I, I'm not, not going to do it while we're building it in another buy, room. Buy the display. Why do we keep up building cribs? They will fit through the door. If not, buy a bigger house. But the baby sleeping in a bassinet. Uh, I, I think so. I think so the plan is, you got months because the baby's baby, going to be in a bassinet for yeah. a while, so you don't, the you don't even have to build the crib now. Is the baby's room on the same floor as your house, or like within a walking distance of your room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, it's okay. not a big house. No, that's fine. Uh, this is because I was making sure, like, because if it's on a different floor, like, that baby will be in your master room for, like, a year. But if you can walk to the room where the baby is, then get rid of that thing as soon as possible. That thing being your baby. Sorry to phrase it that way. But make sure it's in its own room. All right. Good advice, Billy. Uh, I, I don't know if if uh, you're going you're gonna to have, obviously, lots of questions as they arise, right? Like, it's, it's hard to predict what you don't know. You know, uh, you don't know what you don't know until you encounter that that circumstance. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we offered you some good advice uh, through this marathon of, of, of a parenting episode. Um, hopefully there's something you could take away from this besides just don't kill your baby. I've taken away from this, surprisingly, that I have a thousand people that I can ask questions to if I do Absolutely. have questions. Absolutely. So. <laughs> I think... Even- uh, I think we're all eager to to help you in any way we can. Uh, like I said, my oldest one is 21. Uh, my youngest one is 15. So when you get down the road, uh, look me up then, and I'll offer you advice uh, when they get when, when when your children get to that age. I'll put it in a calendar to reach out to you 15 years from now. Okay, cool, excellent, excellent. Set an alarm for that. Yeah, I just okay. a reminder. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to throw it to wrap us up. We're going to throw it out to Lou Rafter uh, for our, our uh, Lower After Hours tradition. Go ahead, Lou. So, Billy, the last time we had you on, uh, I had not come up with this kind of idea. Yeah, sorry. I We're talking to Will. I'm on my phone. But anyway, so, Billy, so we made you, while we were going on, we made you a special custom hat designed by the Guillermo, Guillermo Mafia boys. Oh, wow. And so so we got you this new special hat. That's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Lou's Baldi. the best, man. I just want to say I, I haven't been been here in a, in a minute, but Lou is freaking amazing because he sent me also 
uh, some goodies, and he sent my baby a, a goodie in a, in a Lorenzo one Lorenzo onesie, and uh, she's she's nearing the twelve month mark, so it, get ready, it's coming. She's gonna awesome, be the, fantastic the onesie. Thank you. Matt Lorenzo. hates you, Lorenzo. I'm just watching him. He's I love Matt. Okay. I don't know why he hates he doesn't you. like you. I'm telling you, <laughs> just get the feeling. Matt Matt's Sorry. a lover. He's he's, he's, he's not a anymore. hater. Uh, I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate anybody. To piggyback something Matt said though, if you combine two athletes' names from Miami teams, what mm. would you make your daughter's names if you combine two names? Stupac just made the question twice as hard. Yeah, I know. Does it have to be first name Stupac? No, it could be first and last names. It could be one player first name, another player's last name. You just fit the two together. Well, should I pick my last name? Or that's not you don't an play for any of the Miami football teams, no. Yeah. Hmm. Or Miami team. You can get back to us on that, bro. Yeah, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. What was that, Lorenzo? It doesn't matter. Renteria. Thank you, Lorenzo. It's an awful name. Yeah, that was not a good name. It's swing and a miss. That Christmas tree thing is not true, by the way. That is not the largest Christmas tree in the world. Billy fact-checked you during this podcast. Okay, Billy Gill. Uh, and also Lorenzo, who guessed it on this episode. Thank you very much. Uh, Billy Gill, thank you so much for spending, I think we're on one hour and 48 minutes. Good Lord. Uh, thank you for doing this. Thank you for letting us ask you questions and offer advice. Uh, we could not be more appreciative of your time. Uh, on the count of three, I need everybody to give me a thank you, Billy. One, two, three. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, guys. You're very welcome, Billy. Thank you again for joining us. So thanks for uh, thanks for crashing this as always, and uh, and and for for uh, being a thorn in Mayor Matt's side. We we appreciate you. I'll see you in Cartersville, Mayor Matt. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.